everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I am your host, John Yamasato, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? And Devin Nicole is here. He had to take a phone call, but I didn't want to wait for him to get back, so we're just going to start without him. Uh, before we begin, let me remind the listeners of the ways they can stay in touch with the program. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. Of course, you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And while you're there, please rate us five stars. Yes, please. And, you, and maybe add a comment in there too. See if you oh, like. Oh yeah, actually, I would like comments as well because I would love to know how we're doing with the show and what people enjoy, what they don't enjoy. What we can do better. Yeah. So that would be yeah. I, I I'd appreciate that too. Or we could you could email your comments to high sessions at yahoo.com. I do read them all. There are a couple of people that I haven't gotten back to yet, but I will get back to you at some point. Okay. If you would like to help the show and get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and donate. There you'll be able to get more involved with the show and help to determine who and what is filmed. You know, one of the things that we wanted to do with the Patreon that's so disappointing right now is have people come by and um, hang out with us during the music shoots and all that kind of stuff. And you know what? We're not even doing a music shoot in September because of the covid stuff so oh, it's, really so yeah. there's no twitch there's no nothing no twitch we're gonna do because twitch it's just you know the f- three of us or the four of us or something like that but we're not inviting people to hang out mm. you know got it um yeah so in october we'll start up again but if you're a patron you will get invited to these things once that gets started up again this coming thursday so tomorrow when you hear this it'll be ian o'sullivan joining me on twitch for the twitch channel that is thursday 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time uh, there. Uh, we'd like to send a special shout-out to Caitlin Dote, who made these Ikebana floral... Ikebana. That, I- Ikebana. What did I say? No, you say Ikebana. Oh, Ikebana. Yeah, that's... Floral I- Ikebana is um, arranging squid, I think. <laughs> <Ikebana>. <laughs> but Ikebana. Ikebana. Yeah. Floral arrangements. So thank you so much. They're so beautiful. Yeah. And make our our uh, set look a little bit better so festive we are outside again because of the covid stuff so yep there we go but um i'm not going to get into too much of that because i'm sure everybody's had their fair share of covid data and information thrown at them this week yes um thank you to kupu kupu landscaping landscape architects of course uh sponsor does a show they're actually doing the landscaping at my townhouse complex oh yeah? yeah and they're good man they get things done and um yeah, everyone says they're a pleasure to work with. So that's a, a proof positive, um, what is that, review. That They're good. So good if you job, need, Kevin. If you need stuff, landscaping, uh, give them a call. And then, of course, Fort Ruger Market. Fort Ruger Market has some new stuff. They have some ahi dip. They have a new version of beef stew. They have some new musubis they're rolling out. So there's a lot of good stuff that's coming out of Fort Ruger Market. And... Um, We'll probably have some things to post on our Instagram about that. So you met a, the new chef today? I met the new chef today. His name is Josh. Super nice guy. So yeah, he's coming up with all kind of stuff. And um, Justin Cruz. In fact, when I, I told him that Justin was coming in today, he's like, oh, Justin Cruz. He just stopped by the other day, like just randomly. Oh, yeah? So he, Justin's already tried the ahi dip. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, so Devin, Devin is ready to, to grind. So once uh, Justin gets here, we'll get started on that. We've told Devin to wait because it's really rude to eat before our guests actually come. Yeah. So we're teaching Devin manners on this podcast. Yeah. Too. Now, um, let's see. So thank you, Ford Ruger Market. You can find Devin at Kumu94.7 in the mornings. Uh, go to 808 oh, highlifeclothing.com. 
to get Kyle's designs, t-shirts, and all that stuff. We do have our, I'm wearing my High Sessions uh, t-shirt that you get as a $10 Patreon. And um, Kyle designed that. So there you go. We will be back in a second with Justin Cruz right after this. And we're back with Mr. Justin Cruz. Justin, thank hey. you so much for being here. Thanks for having me finally on High Sessions Podcast. I get to see how you do it. You got a nice little setup here. Huge tables, outdoors. <laughs> Social yeah. distance. That's, that's the way to oh, do with it. The gigantic numbers, we felt it would be safer. Oh, yeah. But we you know what's crazy, yeah. Justin? We actually have a dedicated interior studio that is air-conditioned, and it's, it's got brand new equipment in it, everything. But we cannot use it right you now. You can't use it. It right got now. set up right before it started getting nuts. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, hopefully one day you could use it soon. But even if you do use it now, you'd have to mask up, right? Right. Yeah. And that's like, it's hard to do a podcast with a mask. <laughs> I mean, exactly. like people, you, they really have to really be listening. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't read the. Yeah. Uh, and they don't, they don't pay attention when we're like this. So. Yeah, yeah. So we're masked up. It's going to be worse. Hopefully, we'll get back to that. (laughs) And the the other issue that we have is that we're good friends with Dr. Jill Omori. Okay. So if we do, if we did do that, we'd get scolding. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get a phone call. Right. Yeah. (laughs) What are you guys doing? (laughs) Yeah. But this is perfect. Actually, this I don't know. It wouldn't be bad if it turned out permanent for you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the only thing is, it's it's either hot like how it is right now, or it's construction. Or construction, or it's windy. Okay, which which drives me crazy. But uh, this is good. Well, I mean, for today's purpose and what we're doing, we're, we're all good, man. Gotcha, gotcha. But we're that here to talk about you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how fun that's gonna be. No, but. no, no. I, I, yeah. I, I was reading your bio last night, and I was kind of, I had some thoughts. Um, I had some thoughts. <laughs> I, 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 I that was stuff. written a long time ago. <laughs> okay, but I saw some Darth Vader stuff on mm-hmm. your Facebooks. We can talk some Star Wars. Sure. But uh, first of all, I- I've known you for a long time. I did not know that you are from Guam. Yeah, so it, it even goes farther back than that. So born on born in Saigon, Vietnam. Okay. And I call it Saigon. I do not call it Ho Chi Minh City uh, because we're okay. very democracy and <laughs> South Vietnamese. We call it Ho Chi Minh. I mean, we call it Saigon. So okay. So, but it's now Ho Chi Minh City. So I was born there. Uh, Vietnam fell similar to, but different, but similar to the What's current events yeah, in Afghanistan. Yeah, sure, yeah, right? Right. Oh, yeah, that's really... Um, but my, my dad is uh, a U.S. citizen. My mom was not. I was born a U.S. citizen. My sister was not. So we, we had a small group that left on one of those military cargo planes. And wow. we, we went to uh, Clark Air Force Base in the Philippines. And eventually, we were put in refugee camps on Guam. And my dad, you know... Uh, initially thinking we're gonna go back he's from california we're gonna b- go back to california he's like you know what let's make a run for it here on guam you know it's mm. it's still u.s soil They're, they still use u.s currency mm-hmm. but it's not the hustle and bustle of la so and there's yes. so much more humidity oh man it's <laughs> killer it's killer but you know when you live there <clears throat> excuse me you get kind of used to it oh yeah but i mean you fly there now you get off the plane you're sweating bullets and, uh, and this is in the cooler months, right? So I'm afraid of this snakes. Yeah, don't be afraid of the snakes. I mean, um, they're non-venomous. I mean, they. I, I think uh, the the brown tree snake, if it latches on for a long time, could cause problems. But for the most part, <laughs> the, yeah, everyone's freaked out about the snakes. Um, rarely did I see snakes, and I was a 
Boy Scout for 18 years in the woods all the time. Okay. And I did see okay. it, a few snakes. I've Whew. run over them. With, yeah. But they're not hanging from the tree like you would think. That's they how they have a lot. That's how they, all the newscasts, yeah. right? That's how they yeah. show yeah. them. Yeah. But, and and um, it's very important that we don't get those snakes here on any kind of container ship. So there's a lot of mm -hmm. resources going into finding um, brown tree snakes. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, it's it's not like that. You you can go to Guam, have a good time, and not see a snake. Oh, good to know. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I know I know what uh, what freaks you out now. Snakes. <laughs> it doesn't freak me out, but I just I guess when you see a snake, don't you just kill it? Uh, when, I'm gonna get shut down by Peter or something. No, you know when I saw brown tree snakes, um, <laughs> I would kill them. I uh, killed a uh, few with just a machete. Um, mm -hmm. I had I saw one on a road one time and I ran over it and I realized it didn't die so I burnt rubber and <laughs> just like skinned that thing um, yeah I, I know they're, they're I, a huge problem there. they are a huge so problem so they're not they're there. not protected right no. Now. no not at all they're no. everywhere oh, man. No. I mean eradication if yeah. the more we can eradicate from you know I mean yes it's an animal but um, but there's it's no not birds doing left. any good it's oh. not doing any good at all it is it's wiped out the bird population it's dangerous for infants. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, anything you can do to, to minimize... Did it get introduced there? Yes, it's through shipping containers from Asia. Oh, man. And, and possibly the Philippines. Mm. From the Philippines. So there's a lot, you know, there's a lot can ride in. We have skunks that come in to Hawaii occasionally on shipping containers. Had and one last month, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. And then yeah. the Christmas trees, they got to yep. shake those trees oh, down. Yeah, 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 All yeah. kinds of stuff in there. So, I mean, Hawaii, you know, we got to protect what yeah, we have man. here, so... You know, I'm for, like, not even shipping Christmas trees here. We should just mm. grow our own or, or just put lights on a coconut tree outside our house or something. Yeah, I've so, I seen the trend of, of people having more artificial trees. Yeah. I've done that myself. Yeah. Um, but I could, see, I could see it taking off, especially if it, they're going to be hard to come by. Mm. You know? Yeah. And every year you always hear, oh, there's fires in <clears throat> Oregon and, and, and Washington, and there's always some kind of problem maybe disease and stuff like that i mean years ago i was just like i get the pre-lit tree and put the things down and plug them in yeah. <laughs> that's it that's it so i don't know yeah well we don't even do we're not even here for christmas so I don't, oh. we don't even do trees mm -hmm. yeah or we get the really small ones they have the ones that are like maybe you like, plug mm -hmm. it in and yeah. then they just no no spins. i mean it's not even it's a real tree but it's oh. just like the top oh it's just like two feet tall they do that <laughs> Like, can't beat the can't smell though feel like godzilla yeah, yeah the yeah. smell is great the smell is good yeah. maybe a wreath for that yeah. yeah okay so you so you go from vietnam to guam that mm -hmm. that's a crazy story like so when you're growing up do you understand that you have a kind of unusual childhood as a refugee or is, was it just like well, this is normal life no because well okay so the the stories that are told to me about the refugee life living in tents and stuff like that those are stories that were told to me from my mom and dad because I was very young. I was six months old. So by the time oh, I hit okay. kindergarten and first grade, uh, mm. we were already out of the refugee camps living <coughs> as normal people, as civilians. And so my childhood uh, was, was pretty normal, you know, grades K through 12, um, doing things that any other kid would do, PE class, math class, stuff like that. Uh, running around in the playground, stuff like that. But living on Guam, kind of like in Hawaii, you know you're special. And you know the mm -hmm. place is special. And you know that everyone that goes there appreciates it. So 
the the difference between Guam and Hawaii, I would say, is that we are way farther away, right? You, you, you hop on a plane here to get to Guam, it's six and a half hours to seven hours, nonstop, Pacific Ocean, international dateline, crossing those, those time zones. But you know you're very special. You know it's kind of hard to get there, uh, but you also still feel like you're, you're part of the big dog, the mm-hmm. United States. And, and similar to Hawaii, we have a huge military presence on Guam. Uh, mm-hmm. with different branches of service. So it, it felt different, but not awkward mm-hmm. to, to live on an island. And I, the the beaches there are incredible. They are incredible. The uh, scuba diving mm-hmm. is incredible. The water, along with the air temperature, is much warmer. And so uh, the, uh, the Marianas Islands and the larger Micronesia and the, the diving, the fishing is just so, so crazy. Um, our uh, the Guam's waves though are not as big. Mm. We don't get the the North Shore swells that we do get here, and we get some of the South Shore swells, but they're mostly pointed to Hawaii and mm. Guam. You got to point more towards Japan, mm. so we'll get some some unusual swells. But the surfing here is is obviously, as you know, world class. But yeah. scuba diving, swimming, uh, any kind of ocean sport. How long has it been since you went back to Guam? Well, I moved here in 96, yeah. uh, visited uh, my parents a few times, maybe two to three times. I don't go back as often because they want to come here. So they come visit, which is fine. Which is well, fine. you know, their, their son's a big time newscaster. Not so, even. So they're not like, even. hey, son, we're coming to yeah. stay with you. Because <laughs> everywhere we go, they're like, you're just a I, parents? I, I, still, I still get treated like, you know, the... The oh, whatever, child. dude. The, whatever. I've been you, in I places get with you. That is I'm such a huge eating, lie. Eating bad. My mom scolds me for eating bad. <laughs> you know, she. Uh, I have to send her my blood work. My um, <laughs> really? I, yeah. Um, I'm 46, <laughs> and every year when I go get my annual checkup, you know, they draw the blood, yeah. look at your, and, and so once she sees that, I know that makes her happy. So I do it for her. <laughs> wow. She's, I'm telling you. You know, no matter how old you get, you guys know you're still gonna be mom's kid, right? Yeah. So what is what is your ethnicity then? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, so okay. I always wondered. Yeah, I'm half Vietnamese, half white, uh-huh. um, English white. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much Hapa. Hapa babies. Fifty <laughs> percent. That's right. You're, John, John's you're not Japanese. Even sure. This is like yeah. the Hapa okay. section on this. I know. Uh, <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> playing <laughs> Japanese. We can, do, we, can do we can do a game where it's like. Was know, that planned this way? way? No. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. yeah. Segregation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. That's a that's a cool mix. Yeah. Now, um, what then made you move to Hawaii? Like, were you always kind of connected here in some way, or was it just no? I got to go to college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was part of it. I, I wanted to go to college here. I'd already attended classes uh, at the University of Kentucky and University of Guam, um, oh. and but uh, so I was in radio on Guam and I was uh, working the graveyard shift which was fine with me um, that was midnight to six and working weekends at times and I just thought you know it's time to make a move mm. um, Hawaii was like a, a bigger island but also still a small community so I applied to the University of Hawaii at Manoa and got turned down Oh no! Oh, I, yeah, I got really? turned. I got the reject, and 
You know, I didn't have bad grades. I had average or above average grades. Um, so I got the reject from UH. I'm like, ooh, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> um, University of Hawaii in the 90s was a little bit more competitive yeah. uh, than they mm-hmm. are now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, um, what's what can I do? Well, I can apply to KCC. And I did get accepted. But the other thing, too, was KCC was awesome. You get the same level of education in the university system, but I'm paying out-of-state tuition, right? No. So out-of-state tuition at KCC was much more affordable for me and, and my family who helped me out yeah. versus UH. So once I decided to go to KCC, I stayed. I mean, KCC had to push me out of KCC <laughs> to go to UH. It's like, no matter what class you take from this point, it's all electives. Nothing oh, can oh, go yeah. towards your degree. It's all, you're playing around now. And I've taken so much over there. Economics, accounting, I was a business major. So, I mean, I took, I took all the business courses and stuff like that. And um, eventually ended up going to uh, UH and their Scheidler School of Business. So you're the, wow. the one-man, uh, I guess, uh, advertisement for KCC then? I, yeah. Have they hit you up for that? I, dude, I, I'm hook, line, and sinker KCC. I mean, there's no parking um, fees. They have free parking. There's Ruger Market right there. Ruger Market is right <laughs> down the road, right? Uh, that's a very big thing, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, walking to your class is, is, is right there. You know, you go to UH, you parking structure, and if you, the parking structure in lower campus, if you were a student at Scheidler, which is upper campus, yeah. that's like one heck of a walk yeah. already. I'm, yeah. you know, but I'm you sure. did miss all the dorm parties, though. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, you really needed going to going to that school just to um, hang out with your friends in the dorms, but not really going to that school. That'd be kind. yes. Yeah. So I'm the only person I know. I'm sure there are others, but I'm the only person I know that dormed at UH, but commuted to another community college. Oh, you oh, were dormed what? there. Then. I was dormed at UH. Wow. What, what, where oh. were you? In one of those towers? Okay, or? so initially I was in Mokihana, one of the four yeah, towers, yeah. and then I moved to Hale, Hale uh, Noilani, which was the student apartments. How did you swing that being a KCC student? Did you know that if you're a student at any University of Hawaii Community College, you can dorm at UH? Damn it, I wish I knew that in the 90s. Right? Dude, how, you, <laughs> didn't even, how, you didn't even go to school. You were just hanging out with your friends at the dorms. It didn't matter. Campus center mostly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is another guy. He never, he never took UH classes, but he was always at UH. Yeah, yeah. For the parties. For yeah, the parties. And, and back fun, then, huh? you know, UH is, was a party school. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. much more strict now. Yeah. But, yeah, it was UH parties were notorious. I mean, every weekend you could... You can find one or go to one and stuff like so that. So fun, yeah, yeah. Those so are, I, I saved a ton of money good doing times, that. Man. <laughs> I saved so much money. I mean, I had to hop on my moped every morning and wind through Wailai Avenue That's and wind through Kaimuki. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, you can. I mean, oh, it, I, I, that, I think man. that more people, if they knew that, would take the community college route because anything you take at the community college college level counts as, over, yeah. as UH yeah. credit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like the same thing, but cheaper. Now, yeah. now let me play devil's advocate yeah. here. Because most people would say, well, Justin, <laughs> what happens is because you're not in school, you're at a community college, 
you may not take it as seriously and you're more likely to stretch things out and not finish than if you're at UH and you just banged it out in five years because there ain't no way you're going to graduate UH four years. Yeah, that's incorrect. Okay, I, all right. In, in fact, all, almost conversely the opposite. The, the classes that I took at KCC, let's say accounting 201 and 202, sometimes those classes get filled up at UH quicker than they do at KCC. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, it was easier for me to take classes there. And I actually took it very serious. I got straight A's and, and good grades. I think um, <clears throat> my, my ending GPA at, at UH was like, I mean, for me, it's good, like 3.6 and above. Wow. Because you know? I, I did take it seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in fact, Maybe there's some truth to that because I was a full UH all the way and uh -huh. my GPA when I graduated, I think it was like two point <laughs> okay. or something like that. Being real. Being yeah, real. I just barely got yeah. out of there. But how, many, how, how long did it take? I mean, it took me a while. It but. took me, I called myself a super senior. Okay. Because I was on my like third senior year or something like that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think six yeah. years or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I changed majors too. So that, that didn't help. That, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't change majors. I stuck with business all the way. But um, with the combination of taking classes there and and always going at least 18 hours per semester right which is oh wow yeah, you know, yeah that's a, a full that's intense dude. yeah and then oh you know what summer school if you really want to knock stuff out mm. yeah. summer school mm -hmm. i'm like mm -hmm. don't waste your summers away and it's, it's empty classes oh, all the kids too, so listening yeah. to this podcast yeah. right now are like shit yeah <laughs> I, I, I did not want to Justin he's telling our parents all the wrong stuff yeah <laughs> you know, know Justin said you should go to summer school <laughs> yeah go to summer school man you you, you could I mean and if you did if you did that you could knock out almost a, a year's or at least a semester and a half time off your total well what is this end. drive from because I think people don't realize I mean I, I've mm -hmm. John and I do because we've known you for a long time but the drive that you've had pretty much your entire life and where is that coming from because not a lot of people have it uh, I think it's from my family I mean because of the the hardships that we had yeah. um, starting my parents starting from nothing um, so they kind of drilled it in me mm -hmm. and, and as a kid you don't really listen you're like yeah yeah whatever whatever give me my next G.I. Joe toy stuff like that but mm. they I mean they're constant even till this day, my mom is like, every penny counts. Every penny counts. So they were business people. We had a pest control company on Guam, the biggest one in Micronesia. And because of, um, well, because of the brown tree snakes eradicating the birds, the birds, there's not enough birds to eat the insects. So there's rampant, oh, rampant wow. insects. So okay. we, we did really well in the pest control business. And we would um, have a lot of business with... Hawaii and in California and we go out to you know other parts of, of Micronesia and other parts of uh, the Marianas like Saipan Palau Chuk and, and do business there what was the business uh, called Pestex it's Pestex it's still in existence today but with with uh, with new owners um, but long story short my mom also worked in the airline industry she worked in well she worked for Hilton hotels on Guam then she worked for Pan Am and eventually uh, continental and northwest so that afforded us uh, a good amount of travel um, we would 
Hey, you've seen all that whole area. Yeah. It's pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. And we would we would I remember the first time I ever knew or remember going on a plane was on a Pan Am flight to Honolulu. Uh-huh. And I remember like looking out the the window and seeing Honolulu and be like, Wow, that this is beautiful and then the the jet fighters back you uh-huh. know, still have them, but you know. Um, just seeing jet fighters. We don't have any station jet fighters on Guam when I was growing up. So just seeing that, and I was like, wow, this place is so cool. And did the whole poly lookout, the whole tourist thing. But um, I, let's go back. Uh, the work ethic, um, I still can't beat my parents' work ethic. They are like, they're mm. the top. They're the top. Yeah. But that's where I got it from. Just drilled in, drilled in, drilled in, drilled in. Um, and that's the way we were raised. Well, so, only, only because now, right? with the advent of uh, new parenting styles and mm. stuff like that. And granted, you don't have children, mm-hmm. but uh, it seems like we're losing a little bit of that because it's, what do you want to do? What would you like to be? Oh, please. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, we'll, we'll, yeah. give you, we'll give you the chance to figure your stuff out. And I don't know about you, but like you, when I was growing up, my parents were like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Go get a freaking job. Yep. No, don't. You're not doing that shit. Yep. So it, it, it's an interesting thing that your success comes directly from your parents and how hard they work and yet it seems like we're not doing that quite so much with our kids i see it every once in a while but it's yeah. not as it's not prominent as right? yeah um you know uh you're right the way the way you phrase that where parents are asking kids what do you want to do or you know what you do you want to go over here today do you want to i mean that's fine if that works for you for me, it was like, we are doing this yep. yeah. in this order on this day, <laughs> and you will do it. There is no there's no options for you to choose from. It's like, <laughs> you're going to go to your Boy Scout meeting, then you're going to read your textbook for 15 minutes. You're going to do the math exercises. We're, then we're going to go to the family business. You're going to empty the trash there. You're going to sweep. And it's like, wow. this, 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 this. It was very structured and rigid. But I'm thankful for it. But at mm. the time, man, it was at times it was really difficult because I've had all my friends playing baseball, going mm. beach and stuff like that. And I did some of that, but not about as, like, as much. Yeah, not I definitely didn't have a free will childhood, but the structure does help. Yeah, I remember when I um, my friends first had kids and then we wanted to go out and get a bite to eat. And they go, oh, I don't know, let me ask so-and-so, do you feel like going out to eat right now? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no. And like, oh, no, we're going to, we're going to, maybe we can take out and come back. I'm like, what's going on here, yeah. man? <laughs> like, Who's the boss? Who's the boss here, man? <laughs> I, didn't, I never grew up like that. I was like, get in the car. We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to yeah, go, man. No, yeah, no choice for a restaurant. No, we're yeah. going here. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you know, if you don't want to eat the food, that's fine. But then... I hope you have fun making something at home because yeah. yeah, this is what you're eating. This Sometimes the old school style is is better, mm. um, but it might not fit. Ev- you know, it might not fit mm. every. Yeah, every I like yeah, to feel family. like I'm the middle. What? Because yeah. I'll the go generation like, middle. Well, no, I mean I'll, I'll be like to my kids. I'll say, hey, um, what do you? You know, we gotta eat dinner. You know, give me some suggestions, and mm. they'll say like, I want McDonald's. I'll say no. <laughs> not even. <McDonald's. laughs> yeah, but if you come up with something that that I'm I'm okay with. <laughs> Then mm-hmm. we'll do it. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah. That that's seems nice. cruel, dude. How yeah. are you going to do that to your kids? Dude, we can't eat McDonald's every day for dinner. Yeah, but they get hungry. Well, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So naturally, so you pick a- the moment where you're going to go to McDonald's. 
I don't know. Oh yeah, they go to McDonald's. But, but leave it up to my kids. If, we're eating. It was a special I, thing. I bring yeah, it up. Yeah. I, I allow them to contribute. Mm. But in the end, I'm going to make the decision. But they feel you like know? they're a part of it. That's the yeah, main yeah, thing, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's like a happy medium. Okay. So you know, you know what makes me happy? Heine Heine McDonald's. That's one of my favorite McDonald's. Yeah, they're well, so nice makes, over there. Isn't this the first one in the state? Yeah, they um, yep. yeah. they put a lot of salt on the fries, which I like. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the fries are good. You know, they're very salty. I, I don't like okay. it when it's just like just potato. Yeah, you're like, oh, there's yeah. Because why would you want to eat fries? It's so weird. Like potatoes. Was it like eight years ago? Nah, maybe sooner. They switched buildings. Huh? Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, really? McDonald's there is not the, where McDonald's is. So, so it's not bank. in the same yeah, footprint. It's the bank. Yeah, they, oh, they, switched, okay. they switched over, you know. <clears throat> okay, I can. Yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah. My but, friend that lives up the street, who we won't name, used to work at McDonald's. And at night, after his shift was over, like 10 o'clock, we'd all go to McDonald's and he'd like, give us all free cheeseburgers and stuff. Oh, yeah. In high school. That Great can't course. happen nowadays. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah, yeah. have to throw there's, it away. There's but. cameras nowadays, too. So yeah. yeah. It's a different time. But no, I can't, I can't come to this side without going to McDonald's. In fact, after this podcast is done, You're I'm going go to go get my coffee from McDonald's. <laughs> you know what, though? The coffee's different. Really? Yeah. It's man. not supposed I to be. I love their coffee. Okay. And the past two times we've got, I didn't like it. I don't know if they're trying some kind of new recipe or it's those days that I go, but it is not the same. But we gotta get to the bottom of this. Let me know when you when you when you go. Yeah. Let me know what do you, what do you think about the new the new coffee or if it's the same. I okay. Know. I will. Maybe I will. they just had our batch and the I didn't like it. McDonald's know? is known for consistency across yep, the board, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah. So if there's something there's something up, we gotta let McDonald's of Hawaii know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, do they still give you? Uh, did they still give radio DJs to McDonald's? Uh, they used to. They stopped doing it. Uh, they stopped doing it about a couple years ago. I would. That would be my... Right? So they used to give us these business yeah. cards that like come in for free french fries and a free Big Mac or free something, right? And they would put it in our inboxes at work. Yeah. And that, to me, was like better than a paycheck because I was get, getting paid nothing. <laughs> so I would, I would, that, that was gold. It that, was. That was gold. It that totally was. was. Oh. Because the, the cool thing about them was we, when we first got them, you thought that you could only use it to get the fries, yeah. right? But then we found out later on no, you could use more than one. So we'd go in and be mm-hmm. like, okay, here's a fries, here's a Big Mac one, here's an <laughs> yeah. apple pie one, here's yeah. a Sunday one. Okay. And they'd go, what? And every so often you'd run into a McDonald's where they didn't understand the deal. And they'd yeah. go, well, well, what? So we would, uh, for us at least, um, if you went to the, when we were at, where we were at on Amana Street, mm-hmm. you would take the cards and you had to go to the McDonald's that was right there on uh, Keaumoku. Because if you went to that one, we went there so many times that they knew what the deal was. Oh. Mm-hmm. But if you went to, like, if I went to one, my one in Kailua, I'd give them the four and they go, oh, no, you, you cannot use I go, No, you, you can. Yeah. See, if it, it says on the back of the thing in fine print, we can use as many as we want. So freaking take them because I don't want to pay for this food. <laughs> and, and I'd find, like, those McDonald's cards, they have expiration dates. I'd find them afterwards. And yeah. I'm like, damn it. Right? You feel like you lost <laughs> money. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I mean, I mean, Freebies and freebies are a good thing. When, they do not when they, suck yeah. when you work in media. So you went to college, you got yeah. your business degree. How did it turn into what you're doing now? I always, always, always wanted to take or to go to business school mm-hmm. because I felt that taking um, communications um, would be 
Well, business, we have a business background, right? So, and it, I, I thought that taking communications would not uh, afford me the wide variety of potential work that I could do if something went bad in my radio career. So I, I was, it was always that one fallback, you know? I mean, you can, it's, it's a degree that you can use anywhere, um, even right. if it's not a business, you yeah. know? It's just kind of encompassing. So I, I had to have that safety net in case I get let go from radio. Because um, when does that ever happen? Oh, get let go from radio. Yeah, I mean, general manager doesn't like you, program director doesn't like you, out of here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, it was always a fallback thing. So, How many years were you in radio before you moved over to TV? Uh, roughly 12 to 13 years. Wow. wow. Some of that was on Guam. And then um, at least, ele yeah, 11 of that was here. So in 97, 1997, I got hired at 93.1 KQMQ. And then stayed there until 2007. So that's that's ten wow, years. Wow, that ten yeah, years that at, at um, that radio station. And then at KHON now, um, coming up on 15 years. Wow, man. that's so crazy. That's crazy. Were you always the type of person like were you into being on camera, being in front of people, talking, or uh -huh. you, you were kind of an introvert that transitioned them yourself? Not an introvert, but uh, you know. Radio's radio's kind of cool because I mean when I would when I would wake up to do the morning show I'd come in with shorts and a t-shirt mm -hmm. and a hat. Um, obviously, TV is much more of a visual medium, right? And so, <clears throat> um, it took me a, it honestly it took me a year to get used to that camera, and we're mm. not we're not talking a teeny tiny thing right it's like it's a camera that's intimidating and when it's on it's got red lights yeah it's like the the evil robotic camera right and, and, and the ones before they would move remotely yeah. exactly we were talking right? about this last last week who are we talking about this with the remote cam oh with maria yeah quibon mm. yeah and she was talking about the remote cam and I, she's I just, a natural yeah. yeah, I just remember being the first time Pure Heart ever did the news. It was early in the morning, like at five o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah, right. There's no one there. I think it was Diana Cole was the only person like physically in the studio. Mm -hmm. And then it's just these robotic mm -hmm. little robots, and you're like trying to play and be all excited and stuff. Mm -hmm. and you, there's it's silent. Yeah, and these, <laughs> these things are just following like they just follow you around. You know. Yeah, I had it's to. It's bizarre. What, what when um you know in, in radio like. <clears throat> It's, they say it's a one-on-one -on -one communication. You're talking to thousands of people, one person at a time. It's the same thing for television, um, except the television uh, camera is this wide. There are words in it. It's got that red tally light. Mm. And when that's on, the first time and the first year, everything that every time that light would come on, I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so nervous. You know what I mean? Because it's not just what you're... Well, and specifically in weather, it's not just what you're saying, it's what you're referring to, it's how you're walking mm -hmm. to different parts of the set, it's, um, it's everything, everything. So that was a bit overwhelming. I almost quit um, KHON because wow. I was like, you know what, what did, I, what did I get myself into? I'm, you know, 
There was Devin. Devin hasn't been at KQMQ long enough, so I could probably come back and take his. Do him, do him. What is what is the most memorable blooper you had so far? Um, I created my own Hawaiian island. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even know it. See, so I was. This was my first year, and I did the weather report, and. I sit back next to Joe Moore and he's like, are you creating your own Hawaiian island? And I didn't know what he was talking about. (laughs) And so I reviewed the tape and it turns out what I was trying to say was it's going to rain in Maui and Oahu. That's not what I said. I said it was going to rain in Mahu. <laughs> or Mahu. I didn't even know I said that. And, wow. you know, everyone at work was like, ha, 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 funny, funny, funny. Um, All the Mahus are going, oh, really? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, you know, I get a text from my friend saying, oh, that was really, that was really funny. And I was like, I, I, So they thought you was, it was a joke that you said. They didn't know that you made a mistake I think they knew that that it was a mistake but I didn't even catch it oh. yeah. I didn't even catch stream it stream of consciousness you just go right like yeah. I was yeah. still yeah. I was still new I was yeah. still nervous yeah. I'm just trying to get to the end of the weather report without saying something wrong mm-hmm. or saying something incorrect um, and so that was that was the one uh, time I, I've never um, like cussed on air, I'm pretty good with that. That was good radio training. By the way, uh, uh, I need to take a, a moment in this podcast to uh, take the time to thank Justin Cruz, because okay. if not for Justin Cruz, I am not where I am today doing morning show. Really? Yep. A lot of people don't know this. When Justin decided that he was gonna, go, and I don't think he even necessarily wants me to share this story, but uh, I think it speaks a lot to who he is as a person and why. Uh, I've I'm always very I've always been very fond of him, because when he was deciding to leave KHON, he called me, and said, "Hey Dev." KHON or KQMQ? Well, no. When he was leaving KQMQ, KQ, he was KQ, gonna KQ, go over yeah. to okay, KHON. Okay, okay. He goes, "Hey Dev, I got this gig. I'm gonna be doing TV." And I'm like, "Oh, dude, that's so awesome. I'm so proud of you. That's great." And he goes, "Yeah, I want you to come in and do the morning show." And I went, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, I want you to come and do the morning show." And I'd never done morning show, so I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Where were you at that time? I was. I was at the board of water supply. Yeah, I was out of radio. Yeah, I was out of radio completely. And um, were you the PIO? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he just called me out of the blue and he goes, "Dev, come and do this. Come and do the gig because I know you can do it." And I went, (laughs) "What?" I said, "Dude, I've never done morning show." He goes, "Doesn't matter." He says, "You got the. You can do it. I know you can do it." So I have to give Justin props because he saw something in me and doing morning show radio that I never would have even thought that I could do. So I have to give you props for that. uh, You know what? And Look, I, I wanted, I always thought that it was incredible that you were a state representative and were, had, had radio experience on KCCM. And I, now that you bring up Board of Water Supply, I, I forgot about that, that job that you had, <laughs> that gig. So I always felt that you were like a really good fit for mornings. You know, um, you, you have really good delivery. You're you're fun to listen to. You're that that kind of person I always thought was would be a great fit uh, for for KQMQ. And eventually, like look at you and Esme, like 
taken off, destroying huh? the ratings on Kumu. Mm-hmm. I mean, killing it, I meant. Uh, <laughs> doing really, really well. And how many years has it been now since uh, you've been you left, you left KQMQ in 97? 97. Uh, 23 years? In Radio 21 now? 23? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was at KQMQ, then they moved me to Kumu in the middays, and then mm-hmm. I started doing morning show. It's been... 13 years? And it's not as hard as you think. Getting up is the hardest thing. Dude, Mm. it sucks. It never gets... I wanted to talk shop with you because I don't... I I still, to this day, I don't know how... No. You never get used to it. Never. No, you never ever get used to it. You never do. People go, oh, old hat. I'm like, no, man. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-uh, not at all. I hate it. And then once you get there, it's cool. And -hmm. you can talk to people. But, uh, you know, all the prep and all that stuff that you have to do the night before so you can walk in and you sort of have this routine that you do mm-hmm. but i i always um i always try to remember that moment because it's the thing that makes me go okay i, I gotta make sure i do this job well because otherwise jess is gonna call me up and be like, <laughs> and be like dude so <laughs> and you have and you should be you should be very proud of you know no yeah. i'm i'm proud of what you're doing i'm sorry i don't mean to make this a That's mutual okay. admiration okay. society but uh no but I, I really wanted to make sure that publicly i get the thank you because I, I i don't think i ever i ever did that and without you i don't do this so I, I, it's it's not me my friend it's you nah. i have but a lot you. of faith in I, you bro i have a thank admiration you. for a justin cruz story as well oh cool so the year was 2018. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. And 2018. here, 2018, okay. I believe, or 27. I can't remember. That's I not think too far back. Not that long ago, but okay. Yeah. And um, as you may or may not know, I very much enjoyed the first round of Marvel movies, all the way to Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm kind of eh, on this new phase, but up until Avengers Endgame, I was all in, hook, line, and sinker. Okay. okay? So. The night it comes out, Avengers Endgame, I, I went and saw it. Because I'm like, I got to see it. I've been waiting for this movie for a year. Like, I saw Infinity War. I am, like, ready to go on Endgame. You know, I got to see how this thing Okay, ends. okay. I ended up seeing Endgame four times in the theater. It's a three-hour-long movie. It's a 12 It's great, man. Yeah. No, I loved it. Okay. So I go to see it that night. And then I'm like, it was so good. And I'm so excited about it. But I can't talk to anybody because no one wants to know what happened. They want to go see it. Mm-hmm. But I know what happened, but I want to talk about it because I'm so excited about it, but there's no one to talk about it, you know? Okay. The very next day, I have this gig. I don't remember what it was. Some kind of fashion show or something like that. And then Justin is emceeing it. So, um, so I go and set up my sound. So I'm playing music at this thing. Justin is emceeing this thing. So I go outside to get some fresh air, and, and there's Justin just standing outside. I guess you're getting some fresh air too. We're out at Wildlife Country Club. So we're t- I'm talking story with him for the only two people around. And I go, <laughs> Justin, <laughs> by any chance, did you see Avengers Endgame already? And he's like, I saw it last night at the opening. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I just spewed out every yeah. single thing that I could think of about Avengers Endgame that I wanted to tell everybody. Wasn't this great? Wasn't that part great? You know? And he's just sitting there and he could totally understand what I was talking about because he saw the movie the night before. Uh, and, it, and it saved me. Justin, he found a fellow geek. I I know, right? Justin, thank you so much for saving my friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for physically being somewhere right? and having seen the well, movie. Well, good, good. Because I would have exploded. I had the same pent up 
uh, yeah. exciting, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to be a dick and be like, I'm gonna yeah. tell. I told Stacy all about it because she, she doesn't, doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't, My wife but, too. She didn't but care. But she's just like, oh, <laughs> like, okay, that sounds great, John. <laughs> yeah. You can't really talk about the, the, the sci-fi stuff to the, the girlfriends and the, uh, the wives because they're just like, eh. Well, there's whatever. some there's some that get it. That's true. But most of the time, yeah, they don't That's really very rare. care. They're just like, whatever's. That's very, so very he's rare. Going. By the way, uh, got to see uh, Shang-Chi and the yeah. Legend of the Ten Rings yesterday. I saw you went. Yes. Yeah. And the I movie. Heard, I heard it was good. good. From I, I didn't know nothing about it. Um, Shang, well, I mean, you're, you're actually, you're in good company because okay. a lot of people, are, like, uh, it's kind of almost like watching Iron Man, where if you didn't know anything about the character, okay. you're good. And you're actually Perfect. better off because I, I was a huge fan of the comics. If you're a huge fan of the comics, uh-huh. you're going to watch this movie and go, oh, okay. Like, just because it doesn't, there is, the only thing that's a connective tissue between the comics and this is the fact that the character's name is Shang-Chi. Perfect. <laughs> that's that's it. Everything else very different. The mm-hmm. father figure is different. The mm-hmm. way that they do the story is very different. There's there's mystical stuff in there that mm-hmm. they didn't have. Like the mystical stuff was usually in Iron Iron Fist and not in Shang Chi. Shang Chi was more of a, um, at least in the comics, was more of a um, like espionage and um, he was running around kicking people's asses. Got it. Uh, Wait, this, this is an like Asian film. Yeah, it's, it's populated with all pretty much all no, Asian. It's, it's a movie, or do you, is there subtitles, or is it in English? No, no you're gonna a, read some. It's, there's this Chinese with. Uh, it's a with Marvel subtitles. film. Oh, so yeah. it's an American-made film, yeah. but it's about an Asian character. Oh, yeah. Okay, first yeah. one ever. Wow. Which, which for us Asians is uh, kind of a big thing. Yeah. Mantis. Huh? Mantis. Mantis is Asian. I never saw that one. Mantis. Yeah, from the Guardians of the Galaxy. She no, no, no. Her. I'm talking about the whole cast. Oh, the, like where the whole cast. Secondary and dude, Mantis is an alien. I know, but she's not. She's not, not Asian. Asian. She's just she's played she's by, yeah, she's she's played by an Asian, Asian but, but she's but alien. But she's a, a Asian I, wait, 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 alien. Wait, excuse me, a very <laughs> Asian alien. <laughs> beautiful, very beautiful. Oh my god! Yeah, she's super hot. Oh yeah, alien. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Not like you know the aliens that you normally see. Not, um, but that's good because you know what? I, I uh, growing up, I mean, our, our family didn't have a lot of money to spend, so yeah. I really didn't have a comic book. Um, you know, access to comic books. So anything new is going to be fine for me. By the way, just a footnote here. Loki. Mm. Wow. Right? You liked it? Wow. Yeah. I loved Loki. Really? You didn't like it? It was okay. Oh, I loved it. I <laughs> loved it. Oh, so good. Oh, good. All right. Well. Oh, man. Okay. Well, and what That's about WandaVision? Say. Didn't you love WandaVision? Yeah, I did. Right? Uh, the, the beginning to me was a little yeah, bit slow. Yeah, it took like three episodes to get into it. Yeah. But once you get into it, you're like, and it's so good. Yeah. So good. And the but, what if the what if episodes are really good too. So I've only seen one. I got to catch up on that. But um Loki in for me, Loki was a character that I really didn't care about. Mm-hmm. And throughout the Marvel, you know, yeah, Marvel movies, I was like, yeah, you know what? He's a bad guy. Get rid of him. Da 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 da. da. I love Loki now. I think this guy's <laughs> awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? I really I maybe like the character. And it also it also opened up the Marvel universe quite a bit. Yeah. Like there's there's stuff that gets answered to you like, "Oh, oh, I get. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So they almost used that show and the that show to sort of start to fix all the stuff mm-hmm. that you went, "Wait, what about that? And what about that?" And so they tying up all the they, Yeah, they tried to tie up the sentences. If, if you look at Loki and everything that Marvel puts out. By the way, I think Marvel's work um I mean there, even though it's a, 
on a streaming service yeah. and it's a TV show, yeah. mm. the production value yeah. on yeah. that yeah. is yeah. insane. Yeah. Like if they're going to make a rain cloud or lightning, right? They're not going to do it cartoony. They, they do it so real. There's so much yeah. work into yeah. the little details that I, that's another thing that, that blows my mind. I'm like, how is this not a movie? Because it, it's <laughs> well, it basically was just yeah. like kind of a long movie broken yeah. up into small pieces. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was it was cool. Oh, and to backtrack real quick too, yeah. uh, the gentleman who directed it, Dustin uh, Daniel Cretton, is actually a Maui boy. He's a local really? boy. Yeah. yeah. Right so on. that's why. I mean, they had somebody from Hawaii and said, "You direct this movie," and I mm-hmm. went, "What?" The and he, yeah, yeah. It's directed yeah, I, by I, him. I had no interest in this movie at all. But then everyone keeps saying it's so good. So I, it's one of these things. I'll probably go out and be like, oh, that was a lot. No, it's, it's really good. And there's, there's uh, ties in the, the plot that make you go, huh. Like it's, it's a much deeper movie, uh, much deeper, more meaningful movie than people realize. It's kind of like watching uh, like Crazy Rich Asians. Right mm. in that in that you watch Crazy Rich Asians. And at first it was like, wow, there's all these Asians on screen this is awesome mm-hmm. and you go holy shit but then you you see the the deep familial ties sure. stuff the right all the all the all the hidden things that as asians you don't even realize are happening until you go oh shit okay they actually saw that and took that and you know what i mean so you see those kind of things in it and there's things that yeah people from the mainland or, or you know that, that don't have asian history won't go oh okay but for those of us it's like a little easter egg that you get to carry with you mm. that they definitely wanted to put in to make sure that people knew okay this was created by asians it's populated by asians and you'll feel this one i'm just curious uh-huh. is this one um theaters only or are yeah, yeah theaters, theaters only? only they're gonna move it to disney plus uh like 45 days out okay but okay. then it's gonna be like black widow where yeah they, black widow they i think did 45 and then when they yeah. brought it out it was like 30 bucks to buy but black widow was so good i just bought the movie how okay. is life in theater now like is it empty yeah it's empty. But what now it's you can't do it right it's no you can still go that you can still go it's it's the weird and i, I don't want to get too political because just <laughs> don't want to get him in trouble but the uh, the thing that's been weird about it is it's okay we need to keep people safe so we need to lock down some stuff right but they're so afraid of the business aspect of it that it's like okay let's lock down but not over here but you think theaters would be something that yes you would but <laughs> but there's people that have to make money there's people that are mm-hmm. having jobs and if you if you cut out those things these people won't be working and if they aren't working they cannot pay their rent and if they cannot pay their rent then they get evicted oh wait they cannot get evicted because there's an eviction moratorium and so now what do you do so it becomes a it becomes this weird dance of trying to be safe versus trying to keep the economy alive yeah, so. yeah. and with movie theaters it's 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 a different animal. I mean, yeah. you go to theater now, it, when you choose your seat, you can't just choose any seat. There yeah. are certain seats that you can choose. So yeah. if you go to the theater and you got like, um, let's say a group of eight of you, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You're not going to sit together. Yeah. So like keep your group small, maybe, you know, two, three people so that you can all sit together. I think um, the concession stand also closes a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about the soda. Did they... Did they still give you this? No, you got to go and they tell the guy, I want this kind of soda. And then they, okay. they fill it for you and give it to you. Yeah. I mean, they just, uh, at least consolidated, they were still serving beer and stuff. And okay. they still serve popcorn and whatnot. But right, yeah, right. you're right. I mean, there's if, if you're sitting with somebody, then there's a seat between 
the mm. two of you and the people on either side. So and then you got to mask up, obviously. Yeah, indoors. yeah, you got to mask up. It's it's slightly too. different, um, but the 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 number. So I used to go to movies every Sunday night. That's that's my thing. But the oh, offerings oh, that man, could do another what? whole hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you back. <laughs> okay, right. wait. Let him finish. Let him finish. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, oh, the offerings that they have now. You know, you can go to a movie theater and be like, oh, there's three movies I want to see. Which one are we going to do? Now it's just like you're lucky if you have one that you want to see. Mm. So I, uh, I got to give props to these movie theater owners and their companies because yeah. they're going through a hard time. They're trying. I don't want them to go away. Yeah. I need them. That is like part <laughs> of my... Like, I, I was excited to see Kahala Ma's renovation. They re- yeah. They didn't open yet, right? I thought they did. They did? I think so. Oh, man. Yeah. Gosh, that's some old school stuff right there. Well, okay. Sorry, sorry to just jump in, but uh, uh, Justin's on a time timeline here, so I want to make sure we get this Uh, done. Yes, good question. But Justin, we do have a final question for everybody who comes (laughs) on the podcast, Mm -hmm. and that is uh, because this is technically a music podcast. Okay. So, if you were stranded on a desert island Mm. for the rest of eternity by yourself, okay, could only take three albums with you Mm -hmm. to listen to for eternity, or Mm -hmm. three CDs, or whatever. Mm Which three albums would you take? And um, they cannot be greatest hits albums. Okay. All yeah, right. That's the question. Okay, easy. Uh, number one, Def Leppard, Hysteria. I love I oh. saw that. Yeah. 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 I got to meet them at the concert. Yeah. yeah. Devin Leopard. and I were there yeah. too. Yeah. All right, okay. Um, number two, uh, Boston's Don't Look Back. What, I'm not sure if that's the name of the album. What's the, how big is the, how big is the, the saucer? The, the, is it really the, big? Yeah. Is it tickled the, the one thing? with like... Don't look back on it. Uh, more than a feeling. Oh, and stuff like oh that. that's yeah. those are actually Boston. two albums. Oh, two. Yeah. Di- okay, yeah. one of those two. <laughs> I, I really love Boston. I love their polished sound. Yeah. I love the, the the singing on on that one. And um, I don't. I'm not sure about the third one. We might have to revisit this because I am more of a. Uh, I'm not an album guy. I, I'm more of a song guy. So. That's a little bit more difficult for me because I really have to like the songs, all the songs yeah. on a particular album. Um, so I have to give you a, an answer on the third one. It'll come to me, but those those two. What about if you just have to be the third one, be an artist? Yeah. yeah. Um, shoots. I got to think. I got to think. That's interesting. I mean, the Def Leppard. We've had a lot of Def Leppard yeah. fans on Lena this girl, podcast. Lena Girl like Def Leppard too. Oh, Lena. Right yeah. on. Right on. Yeah, we were surprised. Oh. Al Crater Boys, uh, Valley Style, John's happy. Valley Style. <laughs> yeah, everybody that, loves Al Crater Boys, Valley Style. That um, that album came out uh, as as I moved here. Uh, oh really? Yeah, and oh, wow. and so was was pure pure hearts. Pure heart, yeah. Um, yeah. Something pure about hearts. Valley Style, though, when you hear that, it brings you back. Yeah. I know. Wherever yeah. you were at that time, it mm-hmm. brings you back. And you yeah, can start it from the first song and just play the whole thing yeah. through. Right. Yeah. No problem. Right. So yeah, maybe maybe those okay. three. By the way, there you go. All right. So Kaal Crater boys. Yeah. There's actually a Kaal Crater. I thought that was made up, <laughs> <laughs> or I thought that was somewhere like on the Big Island, and then I, I like Mahu right. Island. <laughs> <laughs> the the made up island has a made up crater. So I go hiking in Palolo, and son of a gun, yeah. I walk up this hill, and there's that damn crater, and I'm yeah. like, wow, this yeah. is like. A stunning moment. It <laughs> actually exists. Look, I've never been there. It's you know what? It's like a little tiny punch bowl, but it, on the inside, if you go to Google Maps, you could see it. If you go to the back of you know uh, 
That's how Kyle's going to see because he's not going to hike there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's a perfectly circular crater, but it, it's a swamp. So you don't want to go into the crater because you will be standing uh, in muck, in muck yeah. Oh, yeah. all the way up mm. to, to your hips and, and more. But it's a very important crater. I know we're out of time almost, but no, no. When, when it rains, the, uh, the water goes into the crater like a little bathtub. And the board of water supply <laughs> pumps water out of that crater and filters it and it becomes what we drink. So it's, it's a like very, very integral part of our, our water supply wow. uh, outside of being just a, a part of our you know, collective culture. Just don't go swimming in it, please. I never yeah. knew that. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the way there, you'll see pipes. Huh. You'll see pipes you know, taking water out of there. But that's my favorite crater. Wonderful. And that's the way to go. So uh, we will see you all later. Thank you for tuning in and um, catch you next week. See you guys.